welcome back to Desire to Inspire. It is your mama's favorite podcast. One and only. I am Dylan, and I'm here with my boy, Frederick. What is up, bro? What's good, baby? How we oh, doing? Man. How we living? How we feeling? Feeling, honestly, probably the best I felt in maybe years. Maybe wow. years. I feel good, man. I feel really Jesus. good. Talk to me. What's going on? Well, I mean, you laid? know. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my <laughs> drought's over. 17-year drought is over. But uh, that'd be weird if it was 17 years. I've lost my Virginia at 11. But, <laughs> but wow, what the fuck is wrong? With there we go. Now we got the mic on. It's just bouncing around. But uh, anyway, you know, I uh, just got back from a conference. It, it, honestly, dude, it was more like a retreat type setting. It was pretty okay. fucking cool. All right. But uh, so I just got back from the Do Hard Things conference. Already re-upped for my second year. Going back next year. There we go. But uh, yeah, it was just it was a good time, man. It was a really good time. Got a lot out of it. What um, what was the reasoning one for you going? What was this retreat that you went to? Kind of like Bible study or? No, no, no. So <clears throat> Do Hard Things is basically like this motto put on by Zach Hummel, whoever yes we've had on has talked about mm-hmm. at this point. But uh, I used to work at his gym back in the day. And this was like all the Twitter homies kind of coming together just to like basically network and grow. And so every every guest you ever had on the podcast was at this event. Love that. Uh, all of masking where you were, by the way. Yeah, I fucked but, up big uh, time. But uh, it, it was just like night one, Thursday night. We just get in. It is at a church though, so I understand why you call it a Bible study. But uh, the pastor of the church one of the most like down to earth pastors I think I've ever met mm-hmm. full sleeve dudes rocking Yeezys. Okay. On Sunday duty preaching like camo pants. I was like, okay, like this is different than what I'm used to. Yep. And, uh, but he's also a public speaking coach. So like he coached all of the people on their keynotes as well as they've all done like some kind of public speaking in the past, but mm-hmm. it's basically Zach, his wife, and then my buddy Jay, they all gave a keynote. There's four of them. But like throughout the day, it was like just different stuff. So Thursday night, we just kind of get in, meet everybody. And it was just, it was cool to see like these people that I've never met in person. But like, for instance, like Mike and uh, my buddy Adam, like, it was like, we've basically known each other forever. Like it was legit. Like we were just seeing each other, like for the first time in a couple months, but I've literally never met them in person. And I wasn't expecting it. Like, obviously like we have a good relationship online. But like in person was totally different than I could have expected it. Mm-hmm. And then there was just a lot of people that I didn't know, but who follow me, which was that's wild. weird for me. It was very weird for me. Like people would just come up, oh, hey, what's up? You're doing right. And I'm like, well, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to that at all. It was weird, but it was cool. Yeah. And it was basically just all people who are in like the same mindset as we are. Like in some capacity, they're building something like they're trying to build a community or they're taking coaching business or mm-hmm. like there's people doing crypto, there's people doing real estate, like there's all this shit there. And so just everybody's here just to kind of network and pretty much better themselves, which is super yeah. dope. Friday morning, we have ice baths at nine. Mm, and I uh, get in a good ice bath. Dude, it was it was super cool. And uh, uh, there will be pictures, of all this stuff coming in the near future Mm -hmm. i'm really good friends with the camera guy and he said he has over 600 gigs of photos and videos from this event dude oh my god it was insane and he was the only one like we went out sunday after it was over 
and me and him worked together like back in the day like we used to create books together and stuff yeah like ebooks of plants and he was like dude this is like i just did five back-to-back weddings he was like i don't know how i'm gonna get all this done like it's gonna take me a while Holy he said shit. he was like he was like next year i need to have like two or three other people helping me because there's no way like i can get it all he was like it was so much yeah it looked like there was a big group what was there like about 30 people 70 70 70 people holy yeah. shit and next year they're pushing to the 200 and i <clears throat> they already put stuff on sale it's probably going to sell it way earlier than this year yeah i gotta do it and i i think i would have done it and i'll let you continue soon but um you made the decision within like two weeks like mm-hmm. hey we're moving back early i'm gonna go to this can you do it um and so it was just kind of like boom boom for me especially with flying yeah. and stuff which isn't an excuse and i'm mad that i let it be an excuse um because it seems as if not only from you but i've been talking to um the more brothers and stuff and like again like you said um everybody that we've had on the podcast was there and so to actually like get to know them on a surface level which i'm or on a deeper level on a deeper level yeah than just a surface level um would have been really cool because again everybody's got this like drive to just make the world better um through whatever they're doing and so <clears throat> could be an all guys community could be like you said crypto whatever but like they're passionate about it they have a drive about it and they genuinely think like people can get or gain something out of it mm-hmm. and so it would have been cool just to be surrounded by i thought 30 but 70 people that have yeah the same mission and drive but are all struggling with their own things as well too so excited to have you go a little bit more in depth just to see what you learned how you felt all that kind of stuff yeah so uh ice bass was at nine but then Ryan, who was my Ironman coach, put mm-hmm. out the things like, hey, we're doing a track workout at 630 Friday for anybody who's at the conference and wants to come out, feel free to swing by. I'm like, I might as well go. So I asked I ask Michael, I'm like, hey, are you going? He's like, yeah. I'm, oh, by the way, dude, Mike lost his voice. He did? Like, before it even started, dude, like Thursday when <laughs> I get there, I'm like, you, everyone on here who's seen him knows like he's got the energy. Dude's like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, dude, it was horrible, horrible. Oh, no. It wasn't even fully back by Sunday when we left, dude. Like, it was uh, bad. The hell did he go to a rave and, uh, before that or something? No, he said, like, it must have just been, like, the travel and the elevation. And, like, he doesn't really know. But his oh. voice was fucked up, dude. Like, bad. And uh, so I asked him, like, hey, are you going to this? He's like, yeah, man, I'm going. And then he, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you there in the morning. He's like, don't back out. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I've... I literally I've known him for an hour at this point. I'm like, all right, I, yep. I can hang with this. Like, this is cool. Like that's the type of t- shit talking that I would do. So I'm cool with it. Yep. He told me later, he's like, I felt kind of bad. I'm like, don't feel bad, dude. No, nah. it, it was a good one. You got <laughs> me. But so I went to this workout. That was like a much smaller group of people. It was like eight people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, dude, this elevation is doing your boy dirty. It's no joke. I haven't really ran in a while. Like, since I've been back, I've done like two, three miles, mm-hmm. which comparatively to what I was doing, nothing. Nope. Dude, this track workout, we're doing like 400s and then 200s. Like it would be like run a 400 at like a 5K pace and then damn near all out sprint is 200. I did it six times after a mile warm up, after some other warm ups. I'm like, I started out with Ryan and this other dude who is qualified for Ironman Worlds multiple times. Jesus. I lasted two two of the six laps, and then I just made my own group. I was just going by myself. 
I would have been right there. Actually, I probably would have been behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike and another dude behind me, and there was two dudes behind them. Like, you'd have fit in somewhere, but I was like, I got to make my own group right now. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. So what, only eight people out of the 70 showed up? For the track workout. That was like more of like a just if you want to come type thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of Ryan's athletes or like people who are running the Ironman. Okay. I'm like, just shocked that there wasn't more just with how many and like what yeah. the thing behind the event was. So I'm shocked. Yeah, it was early. So and yeah. then so the eight of us went out to breakfast, just kind of bullshitted about like life. Mm-hmm. And then it was ice baths. And uh <clears throat> Then, like, after ice baths, it was basically two – it was a long tub, so they would put two in at a time. Okay. And, like, they would make you go under, and then you just be in there for, like, two, three minutes. They would just time it, and they would just rotate through people. And uh, after that, we had, like, a long break. It was, like, 10.30. We didn't have to be back till 4. Okay, wow. So we all just kind of split up into smaller groups, went hiking, ate, just basically, like – it was just, like, time for everybody to connect, which I think is the point of, like, them having the downtime because when I first Mm -hmm. saw them, like – that's a lot of downtime, but it ended up being good, especially the second day when I needed to go get a nap. <laughs> so we come back, then it's like a crypto breakout session, another couple hours, like you're there, but dinner's catered. So like you're just hanging out, everybody's chopping it up. Then it was two keynotes and a Q&A. Okay. And I was super impressed with these keynotes, dude. Like the first person to go was Zach's wife. And she's never gave a speech in public before. Oh, wow. She, yeah. So, like, she's practicing this whole time. And not only that, but, like, she's delivering it to a room of 90% males. Like, it's it's majority dudes here. And it was one of my favorite ones, honestly. Like, it was was fucking good. It had me fired up. What'd she talk about? Um, She talked about, it was pretty personal, like, herself. Mm -hmm. It's about, like, the movie of your life. And how you need to like take previews of your life. Like if you were to look at your life right now and somebody cut a trailer of your life, would you be happy with that trailer basically? And if not, then you can stop that movie now and start a new one. And she talked about how like back in the day when DVDs were a thing Mm -hmm. and it would get stuck in one spot that a lot of times we get stuck in one spot. And whether that's like literally stuck over one thing or it's like a cycle you can never, like it always start from the beginning and then get to that point and you just recreate the cycle over and over. So it's not until you pause and you can like look at the whole thing, but you can push through it. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. And then, I like that a lot. So the next dude to go was the one who coached them all. And he talked about how <laughs> failure is the greatest gift and there's more. He's like, so yeah, failure can lead to successes, but it also shows you like who your real homies are. It shows you like all these different things. Like he just went into depth about like a lot of things like that failure can give you. Like it's mm-hmm. it's more than it just giving you like these lessons. Like it's going to show you so much more in life. And his was good. And then I, like I think like I took a lot out of it, but the Q and A's were like really where do people got fucking vulnerable in these Q and A's. Really? Like I'm not going to put anybody's business yeah. out there, but it was like, it was it was a room i'll tell you it, it was wild like i didn't expect this many grown men to be crying in a room but it was definitely a thing damn yeah it was it, it was really powerful stuff did that and, make you open up and talk about things um not i didn't have anything like questions that night i was just kind mm-hmm. of like observing and i really didn't even have any questions the next night but uh so after that we go home 
the next day kind of had to sleep in a little bit we didn't have to go hiking till nine no track you guys are all in the same like community area or you like went home to your houses we all went home to our like people had different places like mike had a cabin with like 11 dudes i stayed with my aunt because she lives right there okay other people had hotel rooms so Mm -hmm. like everybody was kind of spread out but a lot like next year i already said like i'm getting a, a place with the guys like yeah we'll just throw down like but they said 11 was a lot they want to go like five six dudes okay you just have like smaller communities of people yep it's also easier for like going out to eat it was a hassle some days yeah i believe but it. um so yeah we go home one sec that's <laughs> it's uh is that the right water bottle okay just making sure yeah <laughs> i think you got another clear water bottle <laughs> so i was gonna make you throw it away on camera <laughs> we we're supposed to hike at uh garden of the gods we ended up hiking there the day before super touristy mm-hmm. hard as fuck to find parking by each other like me and ryan got lost literally got lost the first day we went hiking it just driving we got lost jesus and then we got lost walking so i had to run find him we had to go find everybody else it, no service it was bad but that's a story for another day so we go to this uh it was called red rock canyon open space mm-hmm. much better hike like it was super open Everybody could park in one spot and we just kind of set out and there wasn't really that many other people out there. So we went on like a six mile hike, but it was, it was through the mountains, but it was, it was pretty casual hike. So we're just, that was more like when I opened up. Yeah. Everybody was just kind of like walking in twos, just talking about stuff. So I had a few like good conversations there. I got to catch up with Zach who I really haven't spoke to like on a one-to-one level in a long time. Mm -hmm. It's like 45 minutes of like really like just kind of reminiscing on like, what where we started and like what it is mm-hmm. which it that was like the biggest thing for me was like it started out with me him and really the cameraman charlie in a small stinking ass office and now he's like got people flying in from all over the country to go to like this thing that he put on it yeah it was crazy and that's what got me later but we'll get into that all right and uh <laughs> So that was cool. We just, it was like just a hike, but like everybody took pictures at the top, like the cameraman's taking pictures of everything. We got some DTI ones coming. There he, we go, baby. He specifically took some of, my, of the shirt. I love that. I, uh, I actually had to send him clothes. He bought too many clothes while he was here and they didn't fit in this thing. And he was like, hey, if you got any more shirts, send me one. I'm a large. So I'm a shirt down so I could uh, give him one. Good man. Yeah. Good I was like, man. I was like, we got to get him one. Yeah. So I sent that to him and, uh, yeah, the hike was cool. Then we went out to breakfast. And then uh I was I was beat, dude. Like I don't know how the speakers got through this weekend. Like just having that many like intentional conversations. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally like giving all of your energy all day long. Like I was wiped out. So after breakfast, I went home, took like an hour and a half nap before I went back at four. Yeah. And then it was like a real estate seminar. It really didn't apply to I would say a lot of the people there was more for like the older guys because mm-hmm. it was about like home equity loans and shit, but like a different part where you can't do it as a first time home buyer. So like for all of us young guys, it was kind of like cool for the future, but like not really anything we yeah. need now. So next year they're talking about having multiple breakout sessions at once, oh, okay. like opening up extra rooms. So then like you can kind of go what you want to go to. Yep. So they're pretty much just going to level it up every time. He said he's already looking at logistics for like the next four or five years of getting Red Rocks. Oh my like, Jesus. god! So like, they're that's like the level they want to scale it to. I was dude, like, "Holy that's fucking shit, awesome. dude. That would be wild." Yeah. And so, uh, then we had dinner again. 
just everybody's shopping it up, networking, whatever. And then like the two main keynotes were going. First one is on fear being the compass. Okay. And he used like his fear of public speaking as like his whole speech. And I can say firsthand, I know his fear of public speaking. Like he had a podcast with Zach back in the day. His name's Jay. And uh, he's my friend who does like the ayahuasca retreats. Yeah. He actually lives in Austin. So he's close to you. Okay. And uh, like, dude, he used to be terrified just to podcast. Like he didn't want to talk like, and they weren't even on camera. He just didn't want, he didn't want to like stumble over his words. He didn't want to feel like he didn't know what he was talking about. Mm. And like, so to see him like actually go on stage and like, deliver this speech was it was really fucking cool that's dope so it was all about just like leaning into fear and then just kind of seeing where it leads you and he's also doing the iron man which he's terrified of open water swimming and now like he's trying to go pro this dude is like all in on triathlon hasn't even run his first one and he's boss to the wall all in it jesus and then any of them give you shit for not being in it still no they actually didn't no another dude backed out too by the way really the one i was with in arizona actually yeah <laughs> so uh <laughs> so i i hit him up actually i was like yo i heard uh you followed in my footsteps he said sounds like there's some little fucking birdies at the conference <laughs> but uh so then zach goes and his was all about like the lower self wanting to bring you down and then the higher self like being what's going to propel you to the future so he basically like talked about like this inner cycle of like the doubts are your lower self talking like the dreams you want to have as your higher self. And he did like this cool internal dialogue thing. Like he would literally sit there and talk to himself, like go back and forth about like what he's the conversations he's had with himself, like throughout his whole process of starting a gym, Mm -hmm. then doing retreats and then like going online and like all this different shit. And so it was just cool. Like to see like that thought process and he, he wrapped it up well. And those, that Q and a it's crazy. Like, I guess like we could probably do it too. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody, if we get, like sat down and had this podcast and like people would ask us questions, I think we could probably answer them well on the spot too. But yeah. they were just like very articulated answers and like to the point. And it was, I was impressed. That's dope. So it was always yeah, like, especially because like when you, um, I mean, just talking about a topic like that, it could go a million and one mm-hmm. different direction. So. I mean, I can imagine that there was uh, questions coming in all different directions or even ones that didn't necessarily relate to it, but then there could be a yeah. way that it could relate after, you know. You yeah, because it wasn't it. even necessarily like all about like what it's going to be because Mike made me ask a question since he didn't have his voice and he literally asked me, which one of you guys is going to win the Iron Man? And they just started talking shit to each other up on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're like best friends. So yeah, it's always funny to watch them go at it. But yeah, that was like the end of the conference. And uh, the next day was just me and some of the guys went and grabbed breakfast and went to church. The Moore brothers both got baptized. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt, uh, yeah, Matt wasn't even going to. Mitch, oh, like, really? had planned about it the night before. And Matt wasn't going to. And he said, like, he just felt like he should. Like, like he felt it. And so he went and got in line. Damn. Like, That's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, I'm and, excited to talk to uh matt here soon we got a call next week to catch up and just bullshit with each other yeah he uh he came out to denver afterwards because mm-hmm. he was spending he just left today okay so he came up and we went out and got some food and stuff and he was asking about you i was like i was like i think you should talk to him i'm like 
I can tell him, I said, but me and him are a lot closer. Like hearing it come from you, who's a younger dude, who like is relatively new to it as well. I think, I think it's going to resonate with you better just to hear from somebody who's not me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in what ways? I just think like me and you have a different relationship. Like to hear about somebody like just from that way, I think like you guys can have a better in-depth conversation about like what you need to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like goal type shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think hearing from somebody else, like me and you bounce so many ideas off each other and like yeah. we talk so much, like getting a different perspective, I think would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, Cause, definitely. Cause me and you have the type of conversations I had all weekend all the time, but yep. then going there, being around that much of it, it's still like a different vibe than just me and you talking. Yeah. I think that just comes down to a history type thing. Yep. So how did this weekend make you better? Like what, um, did it shift your focus? Are you rethinking things that you currently are doing? Like what did, what was the ultimate outcome of this weekend away that you had? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is like, just stop half-assing shit. Like at the end of the day, like I know what I need to do in mm-hmm. order to get where I need to be. And I can easily make excuses and put shit off and tell myself, ah, you, you don't know enough yet, or you're not this or you're not that. But a guy there actually asked about like imposter syndrome. Okay. Like just not knowing not feeling like you know enough or like you're qualified Mm -hmm. and they basically told him you're here like that's you're not an imposter you're literally here like you're physically here like how do you feel like you're faking it yeah and i was like okay and like there was a lot of conversations that i just had about not even creating content but just like documenting everything that you do Mm -hmm. which i mean we've talked about in the past but it's easier to talk about than actually do it yeah And so like talking to these people about like actual tangible ways to just be like, boom, like, here's what I do. And I don't know. It's just, I have, I think I have more clarity on the path that I want to take, which we're going to get into off air. This is like the first time we've talked since, Yeah. but I wanted to make sure we got this stuff in. Yep. So yeah, I think I just have more clarity and like, I have a path and now it's like, I know, I do know what I want to do. I've known for a while Mm -hmm. and it's just about like, why am I not all the way in? Yeah. So there we go. So now it's just getting all the way in. There we go, baby. Hopefully you're not breaking up with me for DTI. No. <laughs> uh-uh. And folks, this will be the last episode of DTI. No, nah, no. Nah. It's uh it's DTI related. I mean, but I also think that which I'll say this on here because I kind of texted you about it. Mm-hmm. I think that a brand is awesome. I, I love DTI. I think that it is going to grow. But I think that what's important right now is growing as me and you, like growing mm-hmm. as individuals. I think that it's easier for people to relate to a human being. Like it's easier for someone to hear your story as you and not as a logo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause then people can take away, like they can see, Oh, you came from here. You're here. Where I think like if we put everything out behind this desire to inspire, it's not as impactful. I think it, it feels less, genuine even though it's the same story Mm -hmm. i think being able to see the human being behind it and like what they've taken away from it and where they've come to where they are now Mm -hmm. will have a lot more impact and even if that's putting it out on dti just like putting a face to the story i think is going to make it a lot better which is why i think that the podcast works but i think across social media we're not doing it the same as we do it here yeah yep no i think i mean relates look look at um that pmb brand that you love i mean you didn't start by loving their products you started by loving right. tim or whatever that guy's name is that started it and you started following him 
it Nate? Is it Nate? No. First of all, it's BPN and it's Nick. There. There we go. But yeah. Yeah. Um, like that. Exactly. Like yeah. You, you so it's start, like that. And- you follow a process of a person. Like I wasn't even really using supplements like that. Yeah. I was just consuming this guy's content. He put out YouTube. He was a running guy. So we'd give out running tips. And that's just kind of how it happened. I've actually yeah. known about him for a lot longer than I've supported him just because he's prior military. And like, so that was pushed. But yeah, uh, yeah 100%. Though. It's the same thing. Yep. No, I mean, that's every business. And that's how you create the story and stuff like that. And then once people buy into you and they're like, wow, I like what this person's sharing. I mean, it's inevitable that they're going to follow the brand after that. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to support the brand because they support you. So exactly what you're saying. Um, I mean, you can even look at um, like bodybuilder.com way back in the day, it was based around people. And then they gained mm-hmm. so much credibility that people knew it by bodybuilder.com, not by um, the folks that were behind it. And so it's just a process, but in the beginning phases, I agree. Like, what are people going to resonate with if they only see that it started six months ago, but if they right. see us every single day, posting, spreading this, talking about that, then they're like, okay, um, now I'm going to start following it. And now they tell people about Dylan and Freddie. They tell people about Dylan and Freddie, they tell people. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is all back behind DTI. Yeah. And then that's when you excel it from there. So no, I think that's cool. Um, yeah, they can see like, growing the brand. And then at some point, like we will be synonymous with the brand. Mm-hmm. Like you were just saying about BPN and Nick, Dami literally didn't know his name. She would call him BPN. Yeah. Like his <laughs> brand was him, which you know? his, is his last name. But like it, it, that's what I want to be eventually is I want to be synonymous with, oh, that's like when they see us, oh, that's DTI. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the level I want to get to. So like when you look at us, you don't even think, oh, there's Dylan and Freddie. Like you think of the brand. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. No, I'm excited to have our, our conversation um, after this, because like you said, I think that there's a ton going to be coming, but I think that there's also um, a lot of things coming to fruition that have been kind of in the works that we're going to start, you know, um, actively working on focusing on and things like that. So mm-hmm. again, it's, Everything like that we've been developing for the last six, seven months, that's insane to even think about. We've yeah. only been in business for six or seven months. Yeah. Like, it, it feels a lot longer than that, but like everything's just now like starting to pick up steam. People are starting to take notice and like, I don't know. I, Dude, I'm my excited cousin, for what's coming, man. My cousin goes to Kansas, um, Kansas City College. Is that the really good basketball team, Kansas City? I don't know. But I think I, so. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't she, know college basketball like that. She was running in her DTI shirt, and somebody stopped her and said that they've seen that brand before. Bro, she, called me, cool, right, dude. she called me right when it happened. She was like, oh, my God. She was like, somebody just stopped me while I was running. I have my DTI shirt on, and they told me that they've seen that brand before. That's cool. And I was like, what? That's <laughs> so the like, type of shit that gets me hyped, man. Yeah. And two, I had, um, I've had a, quite a few people over the last week, three weeks, um, reach out to me that I've never spoke to. And they're like, Hey, I appreciate the content you're putting out. Like, um, me too. I like following this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Holy shit. Yeah. I've had a lot and, of people reach out through like Twitter DMS lately. Yeah. Like, yo, was, I really love the energy you're putting out. Like, I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Like, you hear about, um, like a uh, mind pump or one of these other programs 
that they spit knowledge every single day in their podcast. And um, it can be anything from the health space to what they're doing with their family. Like, but they're consistent with it. They're always posting. They've been around mm-hmm. for years, seven to 10 years. And um, like their Facebook group only has 6.2K um, members in it, all this stuff, but they have brands that are backing them. They're partnering with companies that they agree with. They're getting these big hosts on because they haven't stopped over the last seven to 10 years. They've mm-hmm. adjusted, they've overcome challenges, all of this stuff. Um, but it, all it is, is consistency. The reason that this wouldn't work out is if we're, we're like, oh, we're tired of it. We're not getting any traction, blah, blah, blah. Like I don't, I put Facebook posts out. I put TikToks, whatever the fuck it is. I put those out and some of them get two likes and some of them get 120 likes. But like, that's not what's important because it's a consistency. And that's what I'm realizing is the consistency and always making people aware and seeing your stuff because the people that aren't liking it are still noticing it because mm-hmm. it keeps popping up constantly to the point where they then reach out like they have. And it's like, dude, I appreciate the stuff you're sharing. Like it, it's really hit me or it's made me start. I we've talked about this, how it's made people start walking. It's made people get back in the gym. Like we worked out with our parents for the first time this year, like the different stuff like that. It's like, Holy shit. Okay. So if we stay consistent, we stay relevant. We're talking about things that people want to hear about. Like, dude, it's only a matter of time. It's like anything. It's like fucking investment. Uh, yep. investing the earlier you start the more you're going to make in the end is like what they say and so and the cool thing is like there's no cap on what we can talk about like mm-hmm. sure the the core idea is always the same it's just getting healthier but like as we grow and we evolve like there's so many different lanes that we can pivot into and it's like just bringing people along for our own journey and then still just staying true to like the mission that's all that matters like at the end of the day like i don't know what the fuck dti is going to be in 20 years mm-hmm I know like what the core values of it are, but like we could be something totally different than we even think we are now. Yep. And like, that's the cool part is not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you go to those conferences, like you went to this weekend and it could completely change something that we start focusing on because somebody Mm -hmm. said one little word and you're like, this is it. This is the next thing. And then boom, we're going, going, going. Um, But but again, I I don't want to ever let this die because I know that it's going to have an impact on the entire world. Um, just by people like getting the content and realizing that like we are all real humans and uh, like we always preach taking the filters off of life and talking about those real life things like you guys talked about in the conference and being vulnerable and hearing people's stories and like getting the word out there like it's okay to not be okay yeah we always say that it's community and environment but like I witnessed it this weekend more than I ever have Mm -hmm. like that many people all how long has he been how long has he been doing this when did he start this whole journey whether Jack? it was just with the gym. Yeah. What was his, I mean, he was always, so he was a power lifter before. So like he's been relevant, I'll say. And so he's just putting out, but he was putting out a free program on Snapchat when he started. Yeah. And so that was how many years ago, but the gym's only been open for six years. Yeah. And like, look at what it's growing to. And next that, year they're already dude. So he's not even really focused on the gym anymore. Cause he's so spread out. Mm-hmm. Mike and his friend, Adam are both moving to India in two weeks. Oh shit. And they're taking over the gym. Like they're going to, they're going to try to reinvigorate like what it once was get people coming in from everywhere. So like, they're going to be hosting seminars and shit. Oh so fuck yeah. I already told them. I, well, I'm definitely going to make a trip. Yeah, no, I'll like definitely make go a trip out together. Yep. It'd, it'd be dope. No, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But that's the thing is like, you look at what's his name, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at Zach and like, you know, how many times that dude might've not been able to pay the rent at his fucking gym how he didn't know when he was going to get his Bro. next client coming in. He like, had just over $700 in his bank account when he opened the gym. 
Yeah. And he hasn't he just got stopped. fired from his job. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't stopped. And like you think about it, like knowing what that conference cost and how many people were there, like, dude, he's built this community and he's has he's had he has these loyal honestly they undercharged. I believe it. Like legit. Especially what you're talking about what next year is gonna be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what it is, man. I mean, we don't need a fucking million and one things on Instagram. So that way people are like, oh, look at other fault. Like, bro, you, you just need a solid. I literally tweeted it today. I said, or maybe it was yesterday. I said, put out the content that you want to put out because that's how you're going to get the right people to follow you. I think so many people put out shit that they think is going to pop mm-hmm. rather than just putting out what they want to put out. And I said, sure, it might not get you 50,000 followers, but if you have 50, I think I said 500, but honestly, if you have 50 loyal people who support everything you do, if these 50 people buy every shirt you put out, every program you put out, if they mm-hmm. invest in you, all you need is 50. You don't need fucking a million people, man. You mm. just need a core group of people who support you and you're going to be good. Like if I don't yep. ever become a millionaire, I'm cool with it. Like if I can make a living doing what I love to do and impacting other people, I'm cool. Yep. I'm cool. Yeah. No. And think about it you got those 50 loyal people that are always preaching your stuff that are always sharing it that are always talking about it like it's just it's bound to bring more people in and it's bound to like make that community stronger and now you have whatever it is but again you don't need you don't need the millions or the check mark on fucking instagram to verify if you've made it or not or if there's a business that this and that like that's what people people get caught up in the idea like that they can't talk about other businesses or other coaches but like it's going to take away from them But like, I can't serve everyone. Like what I say is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So if someone else can connect with them, why wouldn't I put them in that situation? Because at the end of the day, I'm still impacting their life by pushing them in the right direction. Like it's an abundance mindset. The more Mm -hmm. you support other people, the more you're going to get raised up. Yep. Yep. I love it. I'm excited. And not only that, but the fact that we both went to church this past weekend is um, pretty wild in, in itself. Yeah, dude. I think uh, I actually might go back Sunday. It's only an hour I think away. I'm, I think I'm thinking about going too. It's a mm-hmm. uh, it's a different style than the church like I grew up in that Same. my parents had me go oh, mine to. Is so different, bro. Like I, when my mom comes down, I want to take her and I want to see what she thinks. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. So yeah, I know that I do want to go back in the future, and I know mm-hmm. that I'm gone in two weeks for the draft. So I'm like, if I don't go this week, I know that it's just going to push it off. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go Sunday just so that I don't like just it doesn't fall aside yep all right man that's what i got that's what i got there it is baby i'm glad that you had a good weekend um you guys this is what it's all about is getting out of your comfort zone and i'm not saying that this was super out of your comfort zone but getting out of your comfort zone and actually being like okay i'm gonna do this paying for it knowing that it's gonna pay dividends in return uh, making you feel better about yourself connecting with new people who who knows what they could connect you to in life um but also being open-minded and optimistic that your dreams and your goals aren't really that far around the corner. And when you surround yourself with people that are positive, like-minded, have the same drive, have the same passion in the end, it's going to happen. Um, and don't ever give up when times get harder, when things aren't going the way you want, because somebody's watching as long as you're doing it. So as we always say, have the desire to inspire, go after your dreams, tackle them, um, and realize that all of your bad days, bad days are actually good days and learn from them. So that way you don't have them again. So all I right, got guys. for them. Peace out. Peace out.